G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, they're two of our favourite people. They're Britt and Kate Ryan from Focus on the Family Australia, and they're joining us this morning. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning to you. Oh, Great we to have you with us again. With you guys. Yes. Looking forward to chatting. Are you going to say, you to, say that to all your guests? <laughs> no, 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 no. We no, say it to you specifically. No, no we say it to you. <laughs> but looking forward to hearing today about uh, some insight from you guys. Um, I mean, words are important, and for mm-hmm. some people, it's more important than others, but. Um, words that our teens need to hear in particular. So this is, I, I guess, you know, fairly specific uh, to people with teenagers because teens are a, a very funny breed, aren't they? Like there's just like this you know, metamorphosis that happens overnight sometimes and they just change. They can be a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> so in fact, true. I actually had a phone call from a parent just recently on the day of her their daughter's 13th birth- birthday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she completely changed on oh, that day okay. uh, for wow. all, the, all the wrong reasons. Okay. And, and they were both panicking. And they're saying, <laughs> where is our little girl? Where is our lovely, sweet girl? Oh, my goodness. And uh, I said, just relax. It's okay. It's okay. But you're right, Robbo. There, there are things that our kids need to hear, and especially our teens, because they've gone through a very difficult year. And we have to commend them for their adaptability and yeah. flexibility. Um, but it's more than just that. Even without the COVID restrictions and all the upheaval, our kids need to know that we are their number one fans. And uh, sometimes that can be very difficult because relationships can be strained and they may be a bit prickly and they may not be necessarily <laughs> lovable. But we also need to make sure that uh, we are still encouraging them and, and cheering them on from the sidelines. That's so good. And that must be a, I mean, I don't know if obviously I've got a two teenagers, so I understand it can be a real um, tightrope to walk because in some respects you sort of feel like, well, you've got to keep you know, on them. They oftentimes need reminding for things. So you've, in the one hand you're saying that you know, be their cheerleader and be their greatest fan, but on the other side you don't want them just to be able to get away with anything. So how do you kind of find that balance? Well, that's right. I mean, we were their parents first. Mm. That part of being a parent and part of loving is discipline. Um, so when we're setting boundaries and we're doing discipline, we're still their fan club because the, the aim of discipline <laughs> is to build character in our mm. kids. And we're saying, you know, we want the, you to be the best version of yourself and so I'm going to help you because I love you. Mm. And so you are cheering them along even in your discipline. Um, so we just have to remember that sometimes discipline is used as a dirty word, uh, but it's done out of love. Yeah. Uh, it should be. Yeah. That, that's the way the best, and it's for them. It's not to them. Mm. Um, discipline is for our children. It's not against them or to them. It's not something we do to them. And I get, we have to get our mindset around that because so many parents say, oh, we want to be their friend mm. uh, because we don't want them to dislike us. But if we if our kids don't dislike us at some point, then we're not doing our job right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love that. That's a great yeah. line. That's a very uh, good point. Yeah, because we're not their friends first. That, that can be a wonderful byproduct down the line, uh, built on respect. But 
when our children are in their junior years and their teens, we are their parent first. That that changes a bit as they get older into young adults, etc. cetera. Uh, but we have to build into them this character and that, that can come across as a hard job at times, you know, as parents and it takes consistency and hard work. I mm. mean, parenting, I'm just oh. going to say it, is the biggest privilege but it's the toughest gig. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. um, you c- cry more than you've ever cried. You laugh more than you've ever laughed. Um, it's all tied in together. It's this two-edged sword that we're mm. constantly trying to get the balance of. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so, so true. true. And I guess the reality is also, I mean, Brett, you just talked about you know the 13-year-old that's just suddenly changed overnight. But the reality is that the teen years last then for six years <laughs> and they change so much even in that time. You, you, there's a whole... A journey of you know them becoming young adults, and so yeah. things change even along. You know, you might think, "Oh, I've just got them all figured out," and then it's got to change again. <laughs> exactly right, and I mean that's it's all through relationship, and it's not about rules and regulations and being strict because all the research would say when a parent has a healthy relationship, then the the boundaries become a natural. Mm. part of their relationship. But when you're strict and authoritarian, that's when they will resist and then they will cause, you know, they'll be continually clashing. So when you're saying things to your children, it's sort of affirming who they are, shaping their character because society and the world is trying to bring them to a certain uh conform to a certain pattern of thinking and you need to actually encourage them to, you know, not even aim for perfection. It's just giving their very best. So things like um, you haven't got it yet, you know, Mm. just meaning that they, you know, they may not be perfect straight away, but you'll get there if you continue to persist. Mm. Um, Things like, um, you know, you've got this. Because they all want to, you know, think that everything's too hard and they'll be the first thing to throw up their hands up and say, oh, it's just too hard. No, I believe in you. You've got this. You know, you've gone through other hard, difficult things in the past. You can do it in the future because you're actually setting them up for success later on in life because they're going to be confronted with a lot of big things. Mm. And so- at the moment, when they're a teenager, everything is the worst, everything is the hardest, but they're going to face other things. So it's actually coaching them and, and shaping them that, you know, all these little things are stepping stones for living life as an adult later on. Yeah, that's, that's a good good point. I like what you say there because I think that's, you know, trying your best is really the key um, to really everything we do in life, isn't it? You know, we're never going to be, we're never going to get everything perfect, but if we can say, well, I put in my best effort. Um, that's really you know all that anybody can ask of us. So you know whether it be during the teen years or yeah you know, as we move into adult life, that's really the the key you know principle I guess we want to instill in our kids. Yeah. Well, and let's face it, failure and mm. failing forwards is part of growth. Yeah, uh, we have to learn how to fail and grow. Yeah, uh, because. That is going to happen. That that's a reality. We yeah. are going to fail at things. You only have to look at all the wonderful inventors. The number of failures they yeah. had uh, before they succeeded. Uh, but we will succeed as well as fail. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but we just have to keep pushing forwards. And I think that's the whole aim of teaching our kids how to be resilient. It's okay to fail. Yeah. That's all right. Let, that's now awesome. let pick you, pick yourself back up and let's start again. Yeah. Mm. Brilliant. That's so great good. advice. Well, some good words that our our teens particularly need to hear. Some uh, great tips today, guys. Appreciate it. And I'm sure you've got some uh, wonderful resources on your website that people can uh, head to 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 hear more or to read more articles about this sort of thing. 
Yes, we do. We, on our website, there's a, a whole article on this, on affirming words your teens need to hear. It's at our website, families.org.au. Excellent. Well, thanks again for your time today, guys. We look forward to chatting next week. Yep, no worries. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.